Hey, middle family. I'm so glad to share worship today. I'm Jackie Lewis. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And if I don't know you yet, I am the senior minister of Middle Collegiate Church. And we're glad to have you. So many amazing things happening in the life of our congregation. One thing to note is that even now, there's a gathering in what we're calling Middle South. Yes, our friends in Atlanta are hooked up together. And I will be going to Atlanta in October to spend some time. Um, I also want you to put homecoming right now on your calendar, September 25. We want to make sure that you can worship with us at 10 in the morning or at 11.45. And the 11.45 worship will be streamed on all of our platforms. All right. It's Name Tag Sunday, so make sure you put yours on so we can know who you are uh, and we can greet you and get to know each other as a community. That's a lot, so let's take a deep breath and think of all the ways God is good. And let us worship God together. Good morning, Middle. How you doing? Middle. Middle. Maybe online people? What if you were voting, where would that one to ten? What would that be? Like a three? Middle, how are you this morning? are going to have the joy of listening to our men's choir this morning. So feel free to join with them, to be with them in the spirit of the Lord. And if you would stand as you are able for the opening hymn, welcome into this place.
Good morning, everyone. My name is Alicia Borbo-Kaleiko, and it's time for the message for all ages. So I invite all the kiddos and the kiddos at heart to join me up on the stage, only if you feel comfortable, though. No pressure if you don't want to, because consent is important. Hi, everyone at home. Hi, kiddos at home. Kiddos young at heart at home. OK. Is anyone joining us? Zane, you want to join us? Yeah. Yay, yay, Ashcraft kids, Ashcraft kids. Hi, 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 hi. Yeah, yeah, let me make some more room for you. Okay, friends, so as you may or may not know, I'm a theater person, um, whatever that means to you, because I'm sure it means a lot of different things to a lot of people. Um, but there's this really fun theater game that I'd like to play with all of you and everyone in the audience and everyone at home can join in too, because it's a fun game. So it's called Mirror. And what we're gonna do is that we're gonna find a partner or find a group of folks and we're gonna copy their every movement. So if someone raises their right, nope, this is my left hand. Someone raises their left hand, I'm going to, the partner is gonna mimic me with their, yeah, so it looks like a mirror. And we're gonna copy all of their expressions too. So if I raise my eyebrows like that, the, yep, just like Elise is doing. So, Everyone, go find your partner. And when I say go, oh, amazing. Yes, yes, go, go, go. Go off, be free, be free. Yeah, go, go, go. So everyone, find your partner and start mirroring, mirroring them. Does that make sense? Does everyone get it? Okay, on a count of three. Elise, will you be my partner? I'll be your partner. And the friends at home, if you don't have a partner, you can try and mimic me and mix Elise. Sound good? Okay. Three, two, one, go, mirror. share any reflections you have on that game? It's okay if you don't want to do. Yeah, Zane, what's up? I have this trigger that I do this. He also has to do it. Uh -huh. So we just kept doing this. Yeah, and you just, I felt fun copying Mixelisa being Mixelisa's mirror. Do you have anything you want to share, Levi? No, that's cool. So friends, I wanted to share that activity with you for two reasons. One, it's to be aware of your own body and to listen to your body, because in order to take care of it, you have to listen to it. And that's something that even people my age and older are still learning to, right? To take care of our bodies, right? And for those who didn't want to participate in the mirror activity, you were taking care of your bodies too, because you said, I don't wanna do that. And you're listening to yourself, and that's totally awesome. The second reason I wanted to do that game with all of you is to work together, right? Me, me and Mix Elise were having fun. We felt like we were in Avatar The Last Airbender. It was so cool and so rad, right? And the beauty that comes together when you work together and listen to one another. So listen to yourself, listen to your body, and listen to others and work together with everybody. Sound good? Oh my God, thank you for... <laughs> One more, let's all shout, I love my body, I love my community. Three, two, one, I love my body, I love my community. Yay, let's all go sing, see ya Hamba.
Good morning, Middle family. It's wonderful to be with you here in person, and hello to everyone online as well. Friends, now is the time in our worship celebration where we go to God in prayer. So I invite you to close your eyes if you would like, to get comfortable, to feel your feet on the floor if you're sitting. If you are at home, find a comfortable position in front of your computer or screen, and let's pray together. Holy and loving God, whatever it is that we are bringing into this space, we know that you are big enough to hold it. Some of us come with sadness, anxiety, stress over family or home life, maybe a new health diagnosis or job stress. Some of us come with joy and elation over time spent with loved ones or new scenery in the August month. We come together, God, believing that when we come in community, we are stronger than when we are alone, and that gives us strength today. Holy One, we also recognize that it was today, 59 years ago, that Martin Luther King Jr. delivered his iconic speech at the March on Washington, August 28, 1963. It is harrowing how prophetic his words then must be our prophetic words still today. So now we are going to pray some of them, not as empty performance, but with a bold determination to continue to bring them to life. In the words of Dr. King, 59 years ago today, it is obvious today that America has defaulted on this promissory note insofar as her citizens of color are concerned. Instead of honoring the sacred obligation, America has given black people a bad check, a check which has come back marked insufficient funds. But we refuse to believe that the bank of justice is bankrupt. We refuse to believe that there are insufficient funds in the great vaults of opportunity of this nation. And so we have come to cash this check, a check that will give us upon demand the riches of freedom and the security of justice. We have also come to this hallowed spot to remind America of the fierce urgency of now. There is no time to engage in the luxury of cooling off or to take the tranquilizing drug of gradualism. Now is the time to make real the promises of democracy. Now is the time to rise from the dark and desolate valley of segregation to the sunlit path of racial justice. Now is the time to lift our nation from the quicksands of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood, we would add personhood. Now is the time to make justice a reality for all of God's children. It would be fatal for the nation to overlook the urgency of the moment. We cannot walk alone, and as we walk, we must make the pledge that we always march ahead. We cannot turn back. We can never be satisfied as long as black people are the victims of the unspeakable horrors of police brutality. We can never be satisfied as long as their bodies, heavy with the fatigue of travel, cannot gain lodging in the motels of the highways and the hotels of the cities. No, we are not satisfied and we will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. I say to you today, my friends, so even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted, every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be plain and the crooked places will be made straight and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is the faith that I go back to the South with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, 
to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day, and this will be the day. If America is to be a great nation, this must become true." In quotes. Yes, middle, yes, community, may this be our prayer. May we feel the resonance, the holiness, the boldness, the propheticness of those words in our bones, in our everyday coming and goings. May we be reminded that this is our legacy because it is God's legacy. May each of us understand each day how it is that we can be part of this dream. Amen. And we are going to pray together now. It's been a minute since I've done this. So we're going to continue praying. We're going to say together the Lord's Prayer now. It's the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. If you are able, we invite you to stand as we pray this together. There is an inclusive version printed in your bulletin, but we ask that you pray the Lord's Prayer in whatever way you are comfortable with. And we pray together now, ever-loving and holy God, hallowed be your name. Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the and the power and the glory forever. Amen. we recognize that we each do have the call and the urgency of that dream within us. That dream comes with peace, and it comes with love, and it comes with community. So we are going to pass those things now as we greet one another with the peace of God, saying, may the peace of God be with you. And a special hello to our friends online, especially our, our Middle South who's meeting today in Atlanta. We see you. Let's pass the peace together. So just a show of hands, uh, of the people you see up here, did anybody invite you to come to this worship today? If they invited you, would you raise your hand so I can just see? One, two, three, one. And... 
Okay, I, I was just checking. We made a big, you know, pull for this. So this men's choir, we've been rehearsing over Zoom. You know, we don't ha normally have a space to rehearse, so we just do it on Zoom, individual voices. So everything you hear today has just been done on Zoom. This is the first time that we put it together, as well as with the band who's with us today. Um, <laughs> technology. <laughs> okay, my friends, you ready? My Lord delivered Daniel, delivered Daniel, delivered Daniel. Did my Lord deliver Daniel? Why not everyone? God delivered Daniel from the lion's den, Jonah from the belly of the whale, and the Hebrew children from the fiery furnace. Why not everyone? Did my Lord deliver Daniel? Delivered Daniel, delivered Daniel. Did my Lord? from the book of Daniel, chapter six, verses one through 16. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps stationed throughout the whole kingdom and over them three administrators, one of whom was Daniel. To these satraps gave account so that the king might suffer no loss. Soon Daniel distinguished himself above the other administrators and satraps because an excellent spirit was in them. And the king planned to appoint Daniel over the whole kingdom. So the administrators and the satraps tried to find grounds for complaint against Daniel, a connection with the kingdom. But they could find no grounds for complaint or any corruption because he was faithful. And no negligence or corruption could be found in Daniel. The men said, we shall not find any ground for complaint against this Daniel unless we find it in connection with the law of their God. So the administrators and satraps conspired and came to the king and said to him, O King Darius, live forever. All the administrators of the kingdom, the perfects and the satraps, the counselors and the governors, are agreed that the king should establish an ordinance and enforce an interdict that whoever prays to any god or human for 30 days, except to you, O king, shall be thrown into the den of the lions. Now, O king, establish the interdict and sign the document so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be revoked. Therefore, King Darius signed the document. And although Daniel knew that the document had been signed, they continued to go to their house, which had windows in its upper room, open towards Jerusalem, and get down on their knees three times a day to pray to their God 
and praise God, just as they had done previously. Then those men watched and found Daniel praying and seeking mercy before their God. Then they approached the king and said concerning the signed document, O king, did you not sign this document that anyone who prays to any god or human within 30 days, uh, except you, O king, shall be thrown into the den of lions? And the king answered, the thing stands fast according to the laws and the Medes, a law of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be revoked. Then they responded to the king and said, Daniel, one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, O king, or to the interdict you have signed. But they are praying their prayers three times a day. When the king heard the charge, he was very much distressed. He was determined to save Daniel until the sun went down. He made an effort to rescue him. Then conspirators came to the king and said to him, No, O king, that it is a law of the Medes and Persians that no interdict or ordinance that the king establishes can be changed. And then the king gave the command and Daniel was brought and thrown in the den of the lions. And the king said to Daniel, May your God, whom you faithfully serve, deliver you. The word of God for the people of God. Amen. In the year of our Lord, 2022, society's white knuckle grip on heteronormativity might just be at an all-time high. Or perhaps it's just more visible. Our bodies are meticulously being picked apart law by law and fight by fight. Just this week, elected officials in Florida are debating stripping the very health care that trans humans need to live. Personhood and human rights are constantly under attack. It's exhausting, discouraging, worrisome. Each morning, our phone pushes notifications of hate and our calm apps might sit silent. How could we find solitude in a world full of chaos? You need to know, Middle, that I love the book of Daniel. As a queer, trans, non-binary person, I find solitude in Daniel's trans identity and deep commitment to subverting empire at every turn of their living. Daniel is facing chaos, too. A trans person living in exile, separated from their place of worship, nourishing food that they need, clothes that make them feel alive, and living in an empire state that demands a certain identity of them. Does this sound familiar? Our present moment in this world middle is full of propaganda that screams at us from Facebook posts to the way elected officials tell lies of how we must fight those in our own neighborhoods to maintain the glory of God. The glory of God is no blade or bald eagle. The glory of God is within our tender bodies, holding us as we navigate restrooms, bars, schools, libraries, grocery stores, and everyday moments of life where we choose this movement of justice and love over hatred and violence. Daniel makes a choice in the beginning of their story to find a way to subvert empire work within this world and stay true to not only their faith, but their identity. Daniel decides that dysphoria doesn't mean losing yourself. And in this moment of the text we've read today, Daniel shows us the ultimate choice of defiance in favor of love. Now, depending on how you grew up, you probably heard of Daniel and the lion's den and maybe even saw images depicted of that moment of triumph. But I'm so interested in why we haven't heard of the moments before Daniel was arrested and taken away. Because those moments are more informative for us than the lions. Middle, we are no strangers to subversion. Honey, we know when to push on the normative. 
And we know that when we do that, they will scream and whine and kick and have a whole tyrant episode. This happens to Daniel. And by Daniel's own community too. Ouch, right? When somebody within your community turns on you and picks up the propaganda-filled narrative and says, you know, this just makes sense more for me than you do. Sometimes we can become so desperate for survival that we forget what liberation and freedom looks like, tastes like, and that collectively we make that possible. Daniel was a beacon for the collective, and the collective has started to forget their pact <laughs> to stick together in this new exilic world. Daniel's friends sought to find a way to expose them. What can get Daniel in trouble and removed from this world so that they don't jeopardize our survival with their antics? Quote unquote, antics. Daniel's just being too trans, being too loud, being too defiant. We just need to walk the line, Daniel. We need to meet in private, Daniel, and just hang tight because surely this empire will die and we'll be okay soon enough. So they pick Daniel's faith and Daniel's body as a means of persecution. In the scripture we read, it says, although Daniel knew that the document had been signed, they continued to go to their home, which had windows in the upper room open towards Jerusalem and get down on their knees three, not once, not twice, three times a day to pray to their God, praise them, just as Daniel had done every single day previously. Daniel's upper room is an open space on the rooftop. And the, in fact, in this very synagogue that you sit in right now, where we worship together middle, there is a sunlight window that serves the purpose of an upper room to face God, to face home together. Daniel chooses their body as a means to show the world their upper room. I'm here, I'm queer, I'm trans, and I will worship my God and I will love deeper in spite of this world's ask of me to change. The upper room for us can be many things. Our private bedrooms, our spaces where we dance and make out, our sex lives, our bodies, our clothes, anything that mirrors the image of God into the public sphere is the upper room. Daniel, despite knowing the danger of ritualized prayer in the upper room, continues to show their full selves to God and everyone. Daniel's choice is an invitation to us, middle. What is our upper room? Where do we go to be held and reminded who we are? How do we mirror to ourselves and others this movement of love and justice? Our bodies are sacred and serve as a moving upper room to subvert this fractured idea of what being human must be toward an ethic of what being human is and loving one another fiercely in that humanity. So I want to invite you, Middle, to spend time this week asking yourselves what that space is for you, for us. How can you find center in your own personhood to remember how divine and holy you are despite the world's conditions? May we take a posture of Daniel's moments before the lion's den. May we say a bold no on top of our personal rooftops to fascist mentalities and a bold yes to the mirror's reflection of the bodies we host our love in and send outward. May it be so.
We're Jim and Pat from across the river in Trenton, New Jersey. We've been members at Middle for over a decade. Middle actually is an answer to our prayer for a diverse spiritual community that is truly welcoming to all. The ministers at Middle offer a progressive theology that puts love into action through its various outreach programs. Middle is a voice for justice locally and nationally. Middle offers many online options for those of us outside the New York City area, which are highlighted on their website. Whether it's the Sunday worship service, the annual Middle Conference, online salons with renowned speakers on timely topics, or various creative endeavors, you'll find plenty of opportunities to connect. Middle also fuels our justice efforts, both in our local New Jersey community and in the broader context that Middle provides. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for a space that feeds your spirit, challenges your growth, and broadens your perspective, and middle is the place for you. Society needs intentional communities of faith that are committed to spreading love and justice to all people and to all of creation. Middle provides a place of hope and a vision of a better future for generations to come. And you can join the middle movement by sharing your gifts of service as a member by navigating to middlechurch.org slash join and by signing up for an online new members class. You can also support the movement by donating at middlechurch.org slash donate or by scanning the QR code on your screen. Your presence and voice matter. Blessings. Blessings. As they collect the offering, uh, could you do me a favor and just turn to your neighbor and say, nobody but, God. nobody but God? Turn to your other neighbor and say, nobody but God. Middle as we, we are on the road to building a new church and creating new things. Uh, nobody but God. Nobody but God. That is our testimony this morning. Step right in and run. 
Follow, folks. But, <laughs> but God is here. Amen. Amen. Dear God, thank you for all you're doing in our lives. God, there is none like you. 
Please accept these gifts. token of our appreciation and love for you. May these gifts be used to further the work that Middle Church is doing in the world. Amen. 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 My friends, it is your turn now to stand as you are able because we're going to be singing about some freedom some freedom to be who we need to be in this world, to carve those paths of justice for ourselves and others. So if you would stand as you are able and just allow God's spirit to continue to move in this space as we close with freedom.
where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And these vessels, thank you, Rachel, nobody but God. Thank you for coming to worship today. It is amazing the view from this perspective. If you could only see your beautiful faces and if you could only see the glory of the Lord in this place, go and be blessed. Have an amazing week. God bless you and be with you. Go in peace. Amen.